going is we're talking about being relevant and it seems like almost every segment was making sure we are also still catering towards the youth. Um, so welcome Pastor Daniel and Alicia Boyd. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. How about you? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for saying yes. I know you guys got so much that you do, so much going on. So I want to publicly thank you guys for saying yes. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yes. Thank you. So um, introduce yourself, you know, for those, I know who you guys are, but there are people that will watch and even on a podcast that will listen in and may not have known who you two got, who you two are. So um, explain who you guys are. Introduce yourself. Okay. Well, um, uh, my name is uh, Daniel uh, Boyd and uh, and I'm allowing my wife, she's going to uh, talk a little bit about her, um, herself, but um, we are pastors of Emmanuel Christian Church in Richmond Hill, Georgia, a church uh, that love God, love God's people. Uh, we uh, planted in 2009 in Richmond Hill, Georgia. Uh, we've been serving in ministry, I know, ever since we got married back in 1998 when we met uh, in youth ministry. And, uh, and so we basically, you know, um, really are just excited about what God is doing in, in uh, the ministry that he's blessed us with. Um, once again, uh, we are uh, grateful for the opportunity to uh, minister uh, through, uh, of course, the word of God, the preaching and teaching, but also uh, grateful to minister in other ways as well, uh, uh, serving in the community uh, in, in greater capacity. Uh, other words, basically going um, beyond uh, the walls uh, in ministry. So uh, that's a little bit about uh, myself. Uh, I'm from a place called Sumter, uh, South Carolina. And um, just glad to be on with you tonight, Bernice. And uh, as my husband said, I am co-pastor Alicia Boyd. Um, standing beside him in ministry at Emmanuel Christian Church, uh, where we uh, love God and we love God's people. Um, I am uh, excited to be here with uh, the woman of God on tonight, uh, Bernie. She's an awesome, awesome woman, and uh, we truly uh, love her and love supporting her. Uh, and I'm excited about the topic tonight. I am um, the women's director at our church, uh, the WOW Women wisdom, women of worship, uh, we're all those W's. Because <laughs> yes. we believe that warm women win, and uh, I, God gave me that, and I have been just in that vein for the past couple of years, and so we're excited about what God is doing uh, through the women of God, and we are um, actually uh, going through a healing process and, and learning how to crush negativity, learning how to get rid of those negative thoughts, because a lot of times we don't realize why we're stagnated, why we're hindered, uh, and when God gave me that, we have just been uh, amazed at the different testimonies that are coming through every day about how people are moving forward, uh, because they're crushing that negativity, so I'm excited about what God is doing in the women and our young people, oh man, I'm telling you, they are on the move as well, so we just thank God for allowing us the opportunity to um, minister the word of God and be there to support his people. Yes, thank you again. So you guys know who they are now. Oh, at least a glimpse because uh, you guys do 
do amazing work in the community. And I remember working alongside you guys with the community with um, Bryan County. Uh, yes, the yeah. MLK Parade. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The, first, the first ever um, yes. Martin Luther King um, uh, Parade um, in the history. Uh, wow. Back in 2000, and was it 19? Yes. 2019, 2019. was the first ever um, uh, Richmond Hill Martin Luther King Jr. Parade. And then, as my wife just alluded to, uh, we this year uh, had the first ever virtual. Um, yes. MLK parade, which kind of coincides with you know our discussion on tonight. Absolutely. And so yes. Thank God for Loma Creative Services mm-hmm. came through like eight <laughs> <family. laughs> Listen, I have done it without you. Shout out to Bernice. Uh, you know, I want to say you guys have always been supportive of Loma Creative Services and the things that God has allowed me to do in the marketplace. I want to publicly thank you guys. You know, sometimes, sometimes when God gives me something that's not it's church but it's not church you know uh it may be media still ministering to people but i'm ministering outside the four walls and i'm not behind the pulpit you know but i still minister and god uses me in those ways and so sometimes it can be uh the abnormal for most pastors and churches to kind of like gravitate but i can always say always say you guys have been um very supportive of my my business is my ministry i really feel you know that's ministry to me and so i just want to say publicly thank you for um you know, for always supporting, I had workshops. I remember a technology workshop. It was embracing technology. Yeah. Way in Statesboro, y'all was there with y'all teams. Amen. <laughs> you know, yeah. so um, in fact, I think you guys like took over all the seats, almost all the, almost all the seats of Emmanuel Christian Church came came in. But I thank you for that. You know, I believe in giving people their flowers while they live. So I want to publicly say that. Um, now we were talking about. Um, the community and you know how I was able to assist you guys with the virtual and now we understand when it comes to the business sector the schools like education you know a lot of the um, everyone is using technology and now I just I just believe this is my opinion that it's it's taking a church now from a pandemic to really realize we need it you know they of course there are some churches that still have been you know using it and stuff but i think it's now like an eye opener like we're forced and we have to have to do it i want to ask you to what was that moment for y'all to really realize that you know what we have to do something technical or we had to get we have to be online what was that moment for y'all what was that moment like as pastors Okay, well, um, one of the things, uh, Bernice, that, that I know for us is that we were on um, doing Facebook Live uh, before uh, the pandemic. Uh, one of the things that, you know, uh, once we, Facebook introduced the opportunity to go live, uh, we were able to start taking advantage of the Facebook Live experience and kind of playing with it and, and learning it uh, and using it for uh, 
know we had our time of consecration and so because our church is uh encompasses uh, three counties we couldn't have the people were unable to get to the church uh throughout the week and so one of the things that we utilized was the Facebook Live uh, system so that we're able to touch, um, you know, the members of our church as well as, you know, uh, uh, friends uh, also on our Facebook. So I want to say that we were kind of, it was as if God was preparing us uh, prior to yes. uh, the, the pandemic. You know, he gives us opportunities to, uh, you know, to minister and, and that for me, was uh, when we uh, when the pandemic came, it was a no-brainer uh, for us because we knew that we were already utilizing, you know, uh, Facebook. Although my daughter kind of jokes and she says that Facebook is like the old people's um, uh, media. It's like but, MySpace. Um, yeah, 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 MySpace. Exactly. You know. So, um, but yeah, and I was gonna say uh, one thing. You know, it was very instrumental, and that's why we came to the training. Uh, embracing technology, Bernice, because we uh, were transitioning. Uh, we were still in the tent. Yeah. Uh, yes, wow. I remember that. <laughs> yes, yeah. we were still in the tent. And like Pastor said, you know, we had people from across three counties. And in the summertime, oh, Jesus, that hip, that tent was not the coolest place to be. Uh -oh. so. <laughs> it, it was cool, but not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we learned a lot from um, the workshop that we attended right. and we were able to apply the things that we learned in that process. So uh, I think that was one of the, the things that we took away from, you know, not being afraid to do it, you know, just taking that step and, and just going for it. Um, and so that was one of the things that pushed us out of uh, the net because we still wanted the people to be served as well as my husband said. So that was one way we could still connect here's what i would like to ask you guys um i've heard uh, a couple people mention that they are not going back to church they are accustomed to you know the live the live streaming and just paying their offerings tithing um online what is your what is your um What's your thought on that? What's your feedback on that? I think that, you know, it's, we're in a time now. Uh, I was having a conversation the other day with uh, uh, someone at work and uh, we talked about church and uh, she asked me, do you think uh, the church will ever be uh, back to normal like we used to do? And my answer was no. Um, I don't think that we're ever going to get back to that same place uh, that we used to be. I think that what we have to do is continue to make the adjustment uh, to, to where people are. Uh, once again, it doesn't mean that a person is not saved, uh, doesn't love the Lord. Um, I, think, I think this is my opinion. I do believe that if you can uh, be in the house of God, uh, you, you should according to uh, scripture. However, that's not going to uh, make a break uh, your relationship with Christ if you are sincere. That's just my opinion on that. Um, but I don't think that we're ever going to go back to uh, that normal uh, normalcy uh, that we uh, did prior to uh, this pandemic. Yeah, I agree. 
and I had this conversation with uh, another young lady just really yesterday uh, talking about it because some of the same kind of comments had been made to her uh, on her job, you know, people saying, you know, um, they like the convenience of being online. Uh, yes. and, I said, and I can understand that, you know, but for me, and this is my opinion, I got to be in the house. I got to be in the house. I just, I tried the online when I got sick and I had to stay home and view the service online. I was just like, oh my God, I just want to be in the presence. It's just something about being inside of those four walls. And of course we understand that we are the church, but when you're there and you're all on one accord and the presence of the Lord comes in, it is just something, it's awesome, it's, it's just magnificent. But I've heard numerous people say that they yes. just like it because they can cook, they can do their laundry, but I have my own opinion. I think sometimes, you know, with that, we get complacent, we get content uh, in that, and then we're distracted. So are you really getting everything God really wants you to get but you know at the end of the day uh my solution and my saying to this because i don't debate it with people really because it's yes. just your based off opinion but i tell people you know people do what they want to do yes they they do exactly what they want to do the church is still safe i don't care what nobody say it's still safe because you're going everywhere else you're doing everything uh -huh. else so you still can come to church but that's you know that's just how they feel and i respect their yes. opinion you know at the same time but i feel that for me i need to go to church i need to be there with the saints if i could add something Brittany, i'm sorry no if no I, no go ahead if i could add please this, do I, i'm just reminded uh of the scripture uh, in, in the book of Acts, uh, when uh, Jesus uh, told the disciples to go to Galilee uh, and go to the room and wait and tarry there until uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, comes, Holy Ghost comes. And the Bible says they were all in one place in, on one accord. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to get uh, theological here because yes, you can view the service and you can say, well, I'm on one accord. But what I'm saying is there's something about the ability to touch. There's a, a there's something about the opportunity to touch. I think about the woman uh, who had the issue of blood. Uh, the Bible says that she began to press away uh, through the crowd. She said, oh, if I could just touch uh, the hem of his garment, I, I, made, I will be made whole. And so I think that's very important uh, that we don't lose you know who we are in the midst of social media of course it is beneficial in its place but i think that we must uh, also uh, be be careful as my wife said that we don't become lackadaisical and become you know uh, uh you know so so separated until we kind of lose that touch we lose that touch i still believe in the touch i still believe uh in laying on of hand still believe in that i believe that there's that's yeah that's what I that, that's what I was going to get into. Um, you know, let's talk about the scriptures that's based on the laying of the hands and also uh, not to forsake the assembly of the church. How does that relate now, though, due to the the times that we're in? Do you believe that? Do you believe that it that's relevant to now? Like, what's your what's your thought on that? Well, I think it's relevant. I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, and some people will argue the, the point that, you know, God's everywhere, you know, he's, uh -huh. <laughs> so, and he is. Um, however, I still believe that you need that direct connection. You 
you need that direct connection. Yes, God can show up in your living room. He can show up in the kitchen. He can show up everywhere. But still, you just cannot, you just can't negate the scripture when it comes to yes. that. You know, you just can't, you know. And there's power and strength in numbers. When you're in a set place and the saints of God are there and they're praying and believing God, we're all on one accord. We're like-minded, you know. Uh, everybody's heart is set. Everybody's mind is tuned in. And we're all focused, then God can truly move in that moment. Not to say he can't move in your living room, but you may not experience the power uh, in such a way if you were in uh, in the sanctuary with yes. other believers, in fellowship with other believers. Uh, you know, once again, uh, to what my wife just alluded to, you know, we're doing a study in uh, St. John, the 14th chapter. And if you remember in the 14th chapter, Jesus was giving his farewell, preparing them for his departure. He said, let not your heart be troubled because he was getting ready to leave them. Come on and, and so, preach, Pastor. And so because he was getting ready to leave them, uh, they were uh, distressed. Uh, there was anxiety. They, they were concerned. And so he let them know, listen, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, but I'm going to send you a counselor. And so in other words, my presence is still going to be with you because I don't know about you, but it's something about being in the presence of, of God. And so I think that it's important that that we do not, social media is, is a blessing as long as it is in the right place and in the right spirit with the right motivation. Of course, you know, COVID-19, you know, God gives us wisdom. So of course, you know, we had to follow uh, CDC uh, guidelines and that's fine. And we've seen where it's opened up for, you know, us to reach other people that we would never reach before. So we thank God for that. But we encourage uh, you in a local church, the local assembly, that you you would do your best to be there. Of course, if you got to work, that's understandable. If your uh -huh. schedule permit, I mean, you know, uh, we, we do have common sense. We understand that. But let's not forsake, as you said, Hebrews 10, 25, uh -huh. you know, uh, the, the assembly of, of, of coming yes. together as some do, as some do. So we must remember that. Awesome. Now, let me pause for um, a few of these comments. And I do have the guests already on, but uh, you guys still got a few minutes. Um, uh, hi, uh, Apostle Prince. Um, hello from Nigeria. Keep the good work. Awesome. Awesome. Lillian. Hello, Miss. Our story time uh, that Tanya Thomas, she says, great man and woman of God, the right pastor, Daniel Boyd and Lady Alicia Boyd. Love you. Um, great job. Hi, Neldra. Loma Creative Services. Uh, work with Thankful Missionary Baptist Church. Great. Yes. Blessings. Melvin. Pastor Melvin says you can't beat being inside the church with the saints. He says all the time they're in Walmart now buying TVs but won't go to church. They spending that tax and stimulus money by <laughs> enemies. They are not that scared. And uh, Pastor Rascal says now you have to lay hands on the T on the screen virtually. <laughs> Come on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, man of God, prosperity. Hello, Nigeria. Y'all are showing up tonight. God bless you. Uh, Pastor Melvin says all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. First Corinthians uh, six and twelve. Thank you for that. So. Um, 
what do you what's what's you guys feedback on some of these comments um especially as the melvin says they're in walmart now buying tvs but now we'll go <laughs> to church they spending that stimmy <laughs> yeah I, I, you know in 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 uh Thank, uh, we thank God for uh, uh, Pastor Melvin uh, uh, Rasco. Uh, we appreciate the comment. I, I tend to agree. Um, I also, uh, once again, you know, the church has to pivot. Um, I do think the church has to pivot because I'm staying on topic. We talk about youth. And so we do know that a lot of youth, um, they are on social media. That's how yes. um, they they tend to communicate. So I think that everything that he kind of touched in the scripture, that got, this should be a balance. Uh -huh. There should be a balance. Um, I, I think about this as I was um, talking, our generation, Generation X, if you will, uh -huh. our generation is a generation that is the bridge between traditional church and uh, the church of today. We're in the middle. So we, we got some of the old uh, hymns and stuff in, in, in our spirit and the devotion and all that. But at the same time, remember when we are coming up, uh, we came up to the era of Kurt Franklin and, and you know, a different uh, artists that were not non-traditional. And that was in, you know, my time frame growing up in the 90s. And so we we have the opportunity to reach those uh, that are well, our forefathers at the same time. We do have members in our church who are in their 70s and even 80s. At the same time, we got members in our church who are kids. But we have the opportunity to uh, be the bridge, if you will, uh, in this time and in this season. Yes, I see that Pastor Hall. Um, you pastors are showing up. Pastor Hall was our uh, segment two, part two. And Pastor Melvin Rasko, he did the kickoff for us. He was part one. Um, and so they've been faithfully coming on each week, giving their feedback. Um, so thank you. I want to publicly thank you guys. Um, Pastor Hall is in is on the Loma Credit Services Savannah page. So thank you. And he says, combine live stream and in church. There is nothing like corporate worship. And he says, don't forget to tie the stimulus check and the tax refund. Yeah, he said that in Bible study. Said, don't make, when you get your stimulus yes. check, go ahead and stimulate the church. Yes, yes. So here, and I, I totally, you know, from from my perspective and expertise as well, I, I totally, I'm all for, you know, live streaming technology. And yes, I still would say agree with you as well about assembly. And it's nothing about that assembly. But I also want to, um, just like yourself, want to make sure that we're not forgetting the young people. That's, I mean, the youth is my passion, my heart, as well as technology. And combining that is like, it's a plus, especially when you have the education, you have the school systems and you have all, I mean, they're accustomed. Youth are accustomed to technology. You have babies at two years old. I mean, one year, yes. one on iPads, you know, yes. the two and three can get on YouTube and find their favorite show. You know, and so we're telling them, no, you got to come in church and you got to not have a tablet. You can't have a smartphone. Well, you just used it from all everyday life. So, you know, so I'm like, where do we go from here? What inspired me to do this 
is because I know at first when it when the pandemic hit, there were some leaders that were talking about, wow, where do we go from here? What's happening now? But now it's a whole year. We're almost like a year in this thing. So what what's happening now? Like this is the conversation we have. Um, what do you guys see this? as far as technology and stuff going in the near three years? I think that, I think that um, although we are doing in-person uh, services at our church, we are still um, uh, doing, uh, using our social media outlets. Yeah. Uh, like I said in, in on the onset, the church is not going to return to that the same place it was before. We have to adjust. We have to make that pivot um, because of the what you just said. There are some people that are just not going to come to church. That's just the reality that we live in. Because some was to tell the truth, some wasn't coming before the pandemic, you know. But I do yeah. think that this has also opened up the opportunity for us to reach people outside of the four walls, right. you know, yes. because we have uh, people that have joined our online ministry from Arkansas. We have... Uh, when y'all told me that, I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> and at first, you know, when when we were approached with it, we were a little apprehensive because we were like, you in Arkansas, you know, and like Pat said, we believe in being there, supporting, you know, checking, visiting. Like, we can't fly to Arkansas right now. You know, if something go down, <laughs> we need to be able to get there and, you know, and, and see about you. But she was very adamant, her family. And so we said, we just said, okay, God, you know what? We're just going to let you be God. And we welcome them and they tune in. They're on Bible study. They're at intercessory prayer, uh, yes. they, they, they send their, pay their tithes or send their tithes, you know, and the, the family in Italy, you know, uh, tune it in. And I mean, Italy, that's like an eight hour time difference. Yes. You know, or whatever. So, but they get up and even like when we have marriage ministry, different things that we do, they are right there tuned in. So um, that just goes back to what I, I just believe in my heart. People do what they want to do. You know, and then there's the other thing, you know, we have to work, you know, the Bible says we got to work while it's still day, you know, mm -hmm. so if you're at home complacent and just live streaming, where are you putting your hands to the plow at in ministry? We're supposed to be not just hearers of the word, but we're supposed to be doers of the word. Too. Yes. How are you feeding the sick? You know, how are you clothing the naked? I mean, come on. We we got mm -hmm. to do what God has called us to do. And so I just believe people yes. just have become complacent. And some people are just using this pandemic as a crutch because this is what they have mm -hmm. learned to do because the enemy has come to play in there and, and, and got in their mind and, you know, and, and allowing them to think that it's okay. I mean, you're still yes. getting the word because that's what he'll tell you. He'll make it seem like, cause he's so subtle. He'll make it seem like it's okay. Yes. But yes. It, it's really not okay because you're not getting everything God really wants you to have. I just believe that because when you're in the presence, you God can speak to you when the word is going forth, when the teaching is going forth. So I think, you know, we just really have to relook really at it. But I believe that technology is going to always be around. I believe that we do have to embrace it. Uh, and even one of our members, he's 80, 88 years old. And he, you know, we taught him 
We have yes. one of our members that work with him. So he even know he has a smartphone, you know? That's good. I <laughs> love that. we were able to teach him because, you know, during the time frame, he couldn't come out because he's high risk, but he still wanted to be a part of the service. So yes. we got a smartphone, taught him how to get on Facebook, you know, uh, one of the couple of members go over, they help him get on Zoom so he can tune in to the business meeting and things yes. like that. So we do, and our young people, they love it. They absolutely love it. And it's great teaching moments for our young people because that's where they are. Yes. I also think, I also think, and I agree with my wife, I want to add this though, that, you know, we're not going to go back to normal. I just believe that. God, the Bible says, once again, in Romans 8, 28, and we know all these things work together uh, for yes. the good of them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to his purpose. Yes. What I'm alluding to is that in the midst of the pandemic, what the enemy meant for evil, mm -hmm. God turned it for good. So out of it, social media has been a way uh, to, as my wife said, reach people that uh, we would have never reached had we not uh, used social media. So once again, it is it is a blessing uh, to have it. Paul also says that I, he said in First uh, Corinthians nine, he said I become all things yes. that I might save some. And so we must not. I don't think we should ever uh, become dogmatic about no we're not using social media because yeah. that's the devil and no no yes. we have to embrace what you're saying Bernice we got to embrace that that young man that 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 uh, millennial uh that young lady that says listen you know I, I'm a CEO I'm working six days a week guess uh -huh. what uh, we have to adjust to that. I mean, it, it is what it is. Of course, we would love to see people uh, fill the house. We would love to see that. But at the same time, what is the main thing? The main yes. thing is that Jesus Christ is preached. The main thing is that Jesus Christ is shared. The main thing is that people still, listen, social media is not new. I remember yes. Reverend Ike when I was growing up. <laughs> he was on the radio. Uh, and people were sending yes. money to him on Sunday evenings. Uh, so TVN. So this stuff is yeah. not new. We as a church, it has been exposed to us based on what has happened. Yeah, and and, and it also provides an opportunity for the emerging churches, smaller churches. It's a grand opportunity to use these different social media platforms because you know yes. back in the day of old, we didn't have TV money. I mean, let's be real about it. Yes. But now God has opened up an avenue for us to do what he's called us to do in Matthew 28 and 19, you know. We're able to go be there for and teach our nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and Son. We're able to reach those yes. areas that we probably would not have oh, been yeah. able to reach because we don't have a jet, you know, to jet here and there. So we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speak yeah. It. <laughs> but we can we can we can say you know hey we're we're on live you can tune in and you got people spreading the word you know we got our family members from South Carolina you know my mom in Alabama she's tuned in and that just does my heart good that she's able to to see you know what God is doing in our lives when uh, back in the day she wouldn't have been able she would just be able to hear me tell her about it but yes. now she can physically see what's going on and so I think that you know we all have our opinions but if we look at it 
we are doing the greater good. We're doing yes. the greater good, you know, because we're reaching those areas. We never know if somebody's going to watch a Facebook Live and hear the word and give their life to Christ. Yes. You know, we're planting seeds. I mean, just all kind of phenomenal things are happening. And I agree with my husband. We shouldn't be dogmatic about it. Uh, and then for that, that person or those people that just say, you know, I'm just never going back to church. We can only pray. We can only yes. pray for them, you know, and pray that they'll change their mind and, and begin to show up, you know. Yes. I, I want to add one more thing. I know I'm no probably over our time. Uh, sure. But, but as I was sitting here listening to our discussion, what are we going to give them when they come? Absolutely. Are we? Are, are, That's what, a good what, question. What is the what is the rhema mm -hmm. word? The now word that we're going that we're sharing with the young people to engage them how are what what is our delivery how do we deliver uh, the message you know um we have to as social media has brought us out the box i think too it's caused our preaching and our teaching uh to come out of the box and and i'm and i'm hitting myself saying ouch because you know we tend not to speak for me tend to go back to what we're used to but at the same time we're being challenged yeah. you know as as uh, pastors and preachers and teachers and the fivefold ministry don't want to leave anybody out that we're also going to have to uh, not change the message not change the message but the method the method the way we um engage young people is uh i think very important too of course the message I never changes, but the method, uh, sometimes God will, if you pray, God will give you wisdom in how to engage, you know, those that will draw them, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, church. I remember, and I'm going to say this, uh, I remember uh, our youth pastor, uh, as well as one of the other elders, Elder Brian, uh, did an awesome job when I used Sunday, and really engaging the young people in the message, actually having props and, and having uh, where they can get in touch, where they can be engaged in the sermon so that by the end of the sermon, they actually understood, you know, what was happening. So they wasn't back there on their iPads playing Candy Crush, what do they play now? But they were actually engaged, you know, in the service. So I think we also too have to take a look to ourselves and say, okay, how are we are we prepared to engage? Are we, you know, uh, Jesus was successful because when he came on the scene, he spoke in parables and he yes. was able to relate, to connect with the people. And that made a difference. So we have to know, ask God to give us wisdom how to connect yes. with the generation. I love it. Thank you, guys. Are you guys gonna stay on, or because Pastor Saheed is is waiting? Y'all want to stay on for a few minutes? We're staying on. It's totally up to you. Okay, awesome. So I'm gonna let her in. This conversation has been uh, very good. You know what? I I, I think I'm hearing you guys. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. That. Um, it, it seems like you talk often about, you know, CEOs, people that are working and, you know, it, it seems as if you do prefer the in-person, but it seems like the live stream is more of a alternative than what you would recommend it to be just in-person. Absolutely, because okay. we have um, providers, you know, uh, that are in the medical field, doctors, nurses, uh, and sometimes, you know, their hours is not really conducive for uh, the church hours because they work on weekends, you know, and so and, and having talked to a few and know a few, 
uh, early morning is good for them because they work at night, you know, yes. so they sleeping in the daytime or whatever the case may be. So I think that we, we give them uh, every opportunity to still get the word. Every opportunity to share Christ is, is a good thing, I think. And so some people have told, you know, it blesses them. Uh, one of the young ladies, uh, she works every Sunday. She works every Sunday. And she asks, is there a way I can still kind of, you know, attend yes. church? So I gave her the information. She's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. You know, so yes. even if I can just turn it on and listen to it, I can still get the word. So uh, the word is still going. I'm not totally against social media. Uh, as my husband said, I think it's great. I think it has been a blessing and it's going to continue to be a blessing. However, I just pray that people don't allow it to um, cause them to become complacent, you know, and not become doers of the word. All right, talk to us, Pastor Saeed. Hey, Pastor Saeed. Good to see you, woman of God. Hello. Great to see you all. You're doing an amazing, amazing job virtually, and I know in person, so great to see you. So excited about this conversation because we've been back and forth, back and forth, but God just thrust us out into it last year, right about this time. And it has been amazing. So love this topic. Thank you, Bernice. You're amazing. You have been a great support and came to our rescue in the early days. So we thank, thank you. So talk to us. First, um, introduce yourself to everyone. Uh, I know I put your bio out there and I know you, Pastor Boys, know you. But for those who are watching, we do have a couple people from Kenya who's watching Nigeria couple other people who are watching across the world so just introduce yourself and then um give us your feedback on this conversation sure i'm pastor lydia syed and i'm here in savannah georgia i'm the past senior pastor at grace and deliverance kingdom church of christ holiness unto the lord we're old school but this thing pushed us out there um i have been here in savannah for about 20 years and just love ministry love people Um, Like she said, she put the bio out there, but this topic is is so on time because I think people are still, even after a year, people are still struggling with whether to um, be virtual, to go back in, especially this time when things are opening up. And I certainly agree. I don't see it going back to church as normal as we know it. I think that we definitely are going to have to continue um, some form of virtual um, and particularly for our Sunday services. And I heard um, you all talking about the Bible study. Those are the areas that we're really seeing growth in as we're doing our virtual, be it, be it Zoom or online. So again, I think that we are just, we're out there now and it's gonna be hard to go back. You know, God is, he's bringing forth a new thing. He pushed us out there and we've got to stay here in this space. I believe that. I love it. You got something you want to say, Pastor Boyd? I agree with her 100%. Yes. Yeah. Can't go back. You got to move forward. <laughs> and thank God for people like you, Bernice, who helped us and who are pushing us. Because as you said, you have people on for, from Kenya. If you yes. weren't doing this, you know, and I'm connected. Um, we have someone who joins us every Sunday, pretty much, from Singapore. 
and it's wow. just blowing my mind and people from across the, yes. the country and family and friends and yes. who um, have wanted to be a part of the ministry. And like you, I've, I've heard you say that you have members from Arkansas. So we have members from who joined the church. This was back in the day when we were doing phone calls. So what we've been most, a lot of us have been doing the um, phone lines, the freeconferencecall.com. So I've had a church member that's been a member for eight or nine years who joined by phone. And so I think it's that same vein that we have to understand that God is open door. He says, I will sit before you an open door. Well, hello, this is an open door. It's an open door. And really, as you all were talking earlier about the youth, Bernice, you know, that Mm -hmm. is a passion for me as well. Yes, let's talk on this. (laughs) That's why I I, I really, um, that's, that's, I can't get past the young people like I know we're talking from an in-person but there are some youth that they would rather not have the in-person so we gotta have some form of a strategy yes don't take away the in-person but that I I just believe we have to still have some form you know let's talk about TikTok strategies Instagram strategies you know we gotta have a way where they are on there but they are still getting the word and we're still reaching them versus no you gotta come here to this Bible study no why not have an Instagram Bible study why not have an IGTV why can't we do something that's creative where it is getting the word out but it's it's not a Cause some, I'm gonna say this, cause we had a, I don't know if you guys was following the, I think it was last, it was last week. We had a youth who joined us um, and he gave his feedback and he, and I asked him, I said, Hey man, what, tell me, his name was Kyrie. I said, Kyrie, tell me what your peers are saying. Because Kyrie, he's, although he's young, he has grown in the church. And so most kids who's grown in the church and they are there already, they're kind of different from the kids that they're not coming. So I said, okay, I know you in there already. And he's serving in ministry in the media team. I said, tell me what your peers are saying. And he said, his peers are saying that they don't usually want to work in church. One of them is, he said, the services are too long. So we had a discussion. How long should the services be? (laughs) So, you know, what are y'all, what is, I mean, y'all are pastors. What are y'all feedback on that? Like, do you believe that you should cut back to cater to the young? Because the young people are our, I mean, it is our future. They are our future. So what do you, what is, I mean, what do you guys think on that? What's your feedback on that? I want to say this, uh, the scripture says, train up a child in the way that they should go for when they grow old, they will not depart. While I do um, understand what the uh, what the young people are saying, and I, I tend to uh, agree um, with us, as I said earlier, you know, it's not that the message changed, but the method, sometimes we have to, our method has to, we have to be creative, be creative in how we uh, teach and how we minister the word of God. And then also people learn differently. You have visual learners, uh, you, you have auditory learners, you have kinetic learners. People learn different. So then I, what I'm saying, basically, you just really have to uh, study the demographic and, and where, where kids are. Um, and then really, you know, ask God for wisdom and how to 
you know, connect. I keep going at that word, connect. Connect. Yes. Yes. Um, right. uh, that's just my, my, you know, my two cents. And we have to be able to meet them where they are. We cannot be so closed-minded when it comes to our young people. I think sometimes as adults, we forget, and I'm talking to myself when I'm saying this, we forget that we were that age, even though it was a different time frame. But think about it. Somebody met us where we were, you know? We went to vacation Bible school because they had them cookies and that red punch. <laughs> the cookies with a little hole in it. Yes, that's <laughs> right. right there. The vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> Yes. But they knew that would get us there, you know, yes. they knew that would get us there. And then be cre- being creative in how we, um, um, how we send the message out. Um, and one thing that we have done and we embrace, and uh, some people have said, is, you know, uh, you can't bring the club in the church. No, you cannot bring, bring the club in the church. But if the young people are um, intrigued by the lighting, yes, changing the atmosphere a little bit, the the fog machine, you know, uh, putting them in the element that they're used to, we found that they are very attentive, Mm -hmm. extremely attentive. And and they're more apt to sing in the choir, you know, uh, play an instrument, because you're you're meeting them right where they are. You're speaking a language that they can really understand. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. Like, more churches now are, uh, is martyr now to do, like, LED walls. You're talking about LED lights. But, you know, the there's the, the LED lights, there's the LED walls. And I was thinking as you were talking how even when you go to a furniture store now, you can't get the old TVs. They used to have the little floor model TVs, you know. And, and even furniture, everything has changed. Unless you go to an antique store. But, and you're going to pay top dollar for that because it's antique but Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is most furniture stores that you go to they're gonna have new furniture and i think we're still in our houses of of worship we we're still it's still old we still keep the same thing well it's modern to you know led walls uh led lights as you were saying the most the younger people are more accustomed to it and i just I don't know. I'm not saying I know where everybody budget is, but I just think we need to we need to shift in our our, our concept and thinking. No, the word does not change, as Pastor Boyd, um, Daniel Boyd stated. The word never changes; it's still the same. But we have to. It has to have. We have to have a method, a new way of doing things because we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose people. And Pastor Hall, I think he's still on. He was our um, second session, second segment pastor. And he mentioned he is feeling like as if he's losing his young people while catering to more of the older generation. So there are pastors who feel the same way. So I just think, you know, we you need to move it or change it up or something. Talk to us, Pastor Saeed. What you think? And, you know, one thing that I we've seen in our ministry is that going virtual has allowed us to use more of our young people in our service, during our service. So we've actually integrated them and given them, you know, um, assignments. And so they, they like that. They are, they're, they're, they are showing up to church early 
and ready. So that's one thing that really encourages me. And we have really um, seen growth in our young, our youth ministry. We started doing, I was sharing with Bernice, we started doing a Thursday night chosen generation. It's just, it's a Zoom meeting just for young people. And we say 35 and younger, we have the millennials and sometimes we have younger. And when we do, we do the breakout rooms. So I love, we're talking to the millennials, we're getting them involved and they are love it. They're showing up, they're inviting other people. We've got some youth from Texas. We've got youth from across, really across the country, from Florida, um, just, just dialing in um, and being a part. And again, we are allowing them to share the word. They give us the word, they decide who's gonna, so they're active and they're involved and so that's what I love about it and we say hey this is a safe place I think you've got to give them a place that they feel comfortable that they're safe and that they can learn the word because again the main thing is that their salvation so I think it's important for us yes we do the lighting and all of that is great but we want that soul and so we have to continue to minister to the soul but I agree we have to be creative um I yeah I'm very passionate about that because I've seen churches that because they did not have young people, they knew they could not thrive or survive. So I'm very passionate about making sure that we have young people in our ministry and training them and giving them the truth though. We got to give them the truth. But yeah, our Thursday night's chosen generation is is doing really, really well. And we're looking, I told them I'm not going to stop until we have a hundred seats. That's our capacity. We've been at 30 plus. And so we're headed there, but we're making a difference. Amen. Awesome. You know, I just want to add to this, you know, when we uh, allow them to use their voice and we listen to what they're saying, because their voice matters in the ministry because they're they're the future of the ministry. So I think also giving them uh, opportunity to express themselves and, and literally that's how the whole LED lighting came into play because the youth pastor, you know, was talking to them and asked them, you know, to share what church looks like to them. And uh, that was some uh, one of the suggestions that they made. And so I think when we allow them the opportunity to help uh, shape, you know, what we're doing, also they're more apt to to get involved and be a part and show up as well. And just like you said, uh, Pastor Saeed, we have to still uh, minister the word because it's going to be the word that's going to keep them. Uh, when we're long and gone, it's going to be the word that's going to allow them to prosper and grow. Uh, and but it, when we set the atmosphere, you know, and give them that safe place and space, uh, and they begin to trust us, then it opens their hearts and their minds and makes it uh, conducive for us to uh, impart the word of God in them. So I mean, that is just awesome. You guys are doing an awesome job. Just love your ministry. Awesome. Uh, yes. I want to add this as well, and I, I'm, you know, me, I'm, I'm going to stay with this word. It, it says, "Train up a child." Yeah. The parents, we must not negate the responsibility That's of right. the parent. The parent, the church itself, cannot do all the work. The parents, yes, the parents, you know, you know, we've served as youth pastors for. Uh, what, what, 10, 15 years before we became pastors. And one of the things that we had to do was engage the parents and express to them the importance of you doing your part, not just uh, dropping the kids off in a lot. No, you have a responsibility and you too must grow your relationship in Christ so you can impart into them. That that's And I think that's key. 
Of course, the lights, the LED, all that is great. But what about home? What, what are we teaching them at home? Are we teaching Christ at home with them so that they can understand? I saw a comment for what they're in search for. Uh, we should we should show them Jesus Christ. Right. So there will be a search. It could be, okay, we're teaching you Christ. And then we're motivated. You know, we're, we're motivated. They see us praising God. They see us worshiping God. They see us giving. They see us involved beyond the walls. Yeah, partnership. Partnership. That's it. And so I think I, you cannot leave out the responsibility, you know, that the parents must play uh, as well in this. And I knew, and I, and, and I want to say this, and I know there are different dynamics. I know that we have a lot of different situations. Of course, we are there to help. We are there to assist. But let's also not forget what the word of God says that parents have a responsibility. Listen, yeah, you know, <laughs> you got to be involved in raising them up. That's good right there. You better drop that word, Pastor Boy. Drop it. <laughs> Elijah, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell Absolutely. says, say a word, Pastor. Yes. <laughs> That's the son. That's a, matter of fact, it's funny. I, I thank God for our elder Elijah Mitchell. He's our minister of music. But he is, what, 26 years old? Mm -hmm. So he has uh, an ear uh, to the younger generation. And uh, some of the things that he's come to us to implement mm -hmm. in the church, we have yes. taken it on because, like my wife said, we got to give them a, 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 a voice, ear, a, a voice mm -hmm. to hear what they're saying because yeah. in, then we have to pass the baton. Mm -hmm. You know, the church is never going to die, but we have to do our part to make sure that they know that they're needed. Mm -hmm. That's good right there. Pastor Saheed. Amen. That is so key. We've got, we've got to do our part, but we I'm so glad you talked about the parents because what we're doing right now, again, they are being exposed to the word. They are being invited in, but if they're not seeing it at home and if we're not getting that reinforcement of the word, you know, we want to make sure that we're practicing what we preach, yeah. um, even at home. And so it is so important that we make sure that we are also community. So I think for the churches now, it's so many different levels. You know, we could come in and have a, a high time on a Sunday morning and, and expect the, the parishioners to eat off that all week long, right, Pastor? You come right. back, they come back with that same word. It got me, but now you've got it. You've got to, in radio, my background is radio and TV. So in radio, we used to say, you have to be intrusive. You have to intrude on them in their space. Give them your message. So we, as leaders, we've got to make sure that we're doing those touch points. We've got to find ways to 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 intrude on them in their their space and check on them. We've got all of the virtual schools and all of that. We have got to be so involved, I believe, with our members that we're a resource for them because they're turning to other places, turning to other people. Um, and so for our young people, as well as parents, we've got to be a resource for them and hold them accountable. Okay. Hold them accountable. And, and I think we do that with the word, but we do that also with support um, and love and let them know that we have not forgotten about them because I'm sure some of us have um, members who we have not seen, um, who have not really been able to come to the church. Have we checked on them? You know, I, I, I went out of my way last week to check on an older mother and she was like a kid when I dropped off her packages 
it meant so much to her. So we've got to remember that. I mean, and particularly families with, with young children, what are we doing? So there's so much responsibilities on the church to make sure that we have a strategic plan. Bernice and I talked about that. Having a strategic plan during this time is critical. Otherwise, we, we see churches, and, and as I said, um, you know, we've got medium, smaller churches that are having a hard time. But we've got to make sure that we have a strategic plan in place. Amen. Love it. Strategic plan. Okay, so I'm going to pause. I know we've been here for a minute. So we're going to wrap it up in a few. I just want to make sure that I am still um, sharing people's comments here. So um, Pastor Rasco says a virtual doctor can see you and assume the problem. A doctor in person can touch, feel, check, and diagnose the problem. Uh, TM says, I enjoy in-person and virtually. Virtuals allow, virtual allows you to go beyond the walls. Lala Martin says, open door. Amen. Um, TM says, yes, meet them where they're at. The message is still the same, just a different method. And also, we also have to find out what the young people are searching for. We have to speak to them and listen. Um, Marlissa says, quiz them after service and know the word of God so that they may answer their questions. Um, and that's, that's it. What do you guys feedback on that? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, when you're engaging young people, who don't like free stuff? Who don't like to be rewarded? You know, that's an option. And we do, uh, we do that. Um, we have a designated Sunday too. We do youth Sunday and they win all kind of prizes and things like that. However, they do have to know some Bible. You know, it's an requirement. You know, we ask different questions and things like that. And so if you get the answer right, uh, you cannot use your uh, smartphone or tablet to find the answer. You have to know the answer. <laughs> and most of the questions that they ask uh, the youth ministry is because they taught it in Bible study. Just like you said, uh, Pastor Saeed, you know, our young people, they are engaged. Uh, they do Zoom Bible study. They have had virtual game night. So, you know, you still have to um, teach them but uh, as Bernice in her favorite word be creative in the method that you use to teach them to engage them and then reward them uh, because they are showing up you know uh, we're not paying them but they're children at the same time. They're young people at the same time. And so what that'll do, they'll tell someone else, they'll start spreading the word and it'll just be like that ripple effect. So uh, I just uh, agree with, with what they are saying, challenging them, meeting them where they are is the, the most important thing and listening to them, getting their feedback. And we as adults, we cannot be so staunch and, and, and um, in a place where we're not able to receive from the young people either because they have a, a word for us a lot of times and they can teach us a lot of things you know at the same time so i think when we're open to that um we create that open door as you said for them to come come in and come through and and then they feel like they are a part of the ministry they, they will unite and then you'll see because they'll be like what can i do where can i help at you know you want me to do this you want me to do that because our young people they help with the the media you know britney's been training them She's you know awesome. 
Yeah, she is. She's such a blessing. She is such a blessing. We thank God for her. So she's got her little crew, you know, uh, and they back there running the cameras, you know, and all of that good stuff. And so it does our heart good to see them involved because we don't want them to just sit there on their tablet, on their smartphone, you know, yes. playing Candy Crush, whatever it is that they're doing, but engaging them in the word, you know. So uh, I want to add this. Um, I'll, I'll, I remember I'm take a quick story. I promise it won't be long. Um, okay. I, I remember when I was uh, we were pastoring. We first started the church, and we was on um, at, at Thunderbird. And I see uh, Minister Tamika Rockett on here. She remember this. Um, her daughter. Uh, I was studying, preparing a message. And I was, you know, at Pastor Saeed, you can relate to this, you know, when you're praying and you're asking God, you know, for a message, for a word, and you're in study, and you're missing that one, that one piece to kind of bring it all together, you know, to bring it all together. Uh, her daughter at the time, Ashanti, had to be, uh, she had to be about three, three or four years old, and she came into my office, and she went to my bookcase, and she pulled a book out. She said, your answer's in here, Pastor, and walked out. <laughs> and and what do you know that when I opened up the book, the answer that I needed to close the message out, to, to put it together, it was there. I said it to say this, um, we have to be able to live. What, what, what would have happened had I not listened? What happened if I said, get out of my office, you, you don't need to be in here. But embracing, you know, uh, what God put in her. Because it was God that did that. God did that. And, and lastly, uh, as I see Pastor Saeed, I think, as I was sitting here, Holy Spirit dealt with me. One of the things, too, is we have to come together as churches. Uh, yes, we, yes. I was about to say that. Yes, yes. I know, right? We have yes. to, we have to uh, uh, use our resources together. Yes. And one of the things about uh, social media is, you know, listen, we don't have to go to Savannah. You don't have to come to Richmond Hill, but we can connect, you know, your, the youth ministry at your church, our youth ministry. And yes. because when kids see other kids yes. praising God and worshiping God, it what? It, it, it creates an excitement. I ain't the only one. Part of my language, I've been to school. I'm not the I only understand. one. I'm not the <laughs> only one. Because kids, they, when they see other kids excited, yes. it, it, it causes them uh, to be excited. So I just want to share that tidbit. That's so amazing because, Bernice, I know we're time, but I wanted to share how important it is share. to connect with other ministries. So that was God because I we launched this week at our church um, a ministry for, for young men. And it is through a connection with Pastor Charles Benefield, who is in the Atlanta area. Um, has a church in the Atlanta area. We went to college together, but he's talked so many years about his program called Bam Bam. It's becoming a man, be, becoming a mentor, be, becoming a man, becoming a mentor. So be, teaching them to become men and then they can mentor others. We've talked about it. We launched it this week at the church for our young men. And it's, I'm so excited about what God is gonna do. But again, we've gotta be creative. We've gotta be open and don't be afraid to connect with other people and, and, and support. So if I can support your ministry, guess what, who wins? 
God wins. You know, yes. the kingdom of God wins. So that's what kingdom is all about. Yes. So I'm so excited that you said that. And then Bernice, one other thought is that we do whatever is necessary to minister to the souls of the people. Yes. I have, um, and my mother of my church has become so savvy with her Facebook and her group me. She what? keeps me on track with all of the different um, ministries and, and opportunities to worship that we have to do whatever it takes. I recall yes. one Sunday, probably in January, it was cold or maybe February, it was cold. We had our praise and worship ministry in, inside. We had people outside and we were virtual on Facebook. So we had three different ways going, but whatever it takes to minister to the people, I think is what we have to do as a church. Amen. Man, that's it there. Oh, that's God is so awesome. <laughs> that God is so awesome. Anybody else? Um, before we end this, um, I do see some amens. God wins. Yes. Um, hey, she Shanika's on. She says yes. I'm excited about our CG on Zoom. Um, on Thursday, virtual fellowship. Um, yeah. Elijah says love you guys. Oh, we love you, love you too, son. Oh. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, she says, okay, hello, hello. Yes. Um, any closing remarks from any of you before we uh, close out? I do want to say, hold on. I do want to say, um, I want to invite everyone who's watching now for our last segment, which is next Thursday. Uh, we're going to have uh, Pastor Heath he's on he he's gonna be on and he is the oklahoma's youth district he's over 400 or so almost 500 churches and what's so unique about him is that he's his, he and his wife only focus on youth ministry so out of that district all churches out of oklahoma come together and he ministers to their youth departments and give different ways now close to 500 churches and i'm so excited that he'll be a part next week and um, hopefully we'll have also a youth that's going to join us as well. And we have um, we have two other guests as well as Elder uh, Derrick Grant out of uh, Sanctuary of Praise, Bishop Jackie Gibbert Grant's church. And so he's going to be a part. So guys, y'all stay tuned. This is the next week going to be the five-part series. And then I had a request from Pastor Melvin Rasco, who's been vocally with all of these series he said i should do a uh a sixth one where we bring all the pastors back in so if you guys are willing let me know but um yeah i did want to say that and want to say thank you again to um each of you who took out your time your busy schedule to say yes i want to be a part so any last words i just want to say that god said as we came into this year um, behold, all things become new. I make all things new. And so that's our theme this year is all things new. And so I encourage you, don't be afraid to try new things. We are so excited about being you know, on Facebook Live, YouTube. And again, it was the pandemic that pushed us there. So these things don't have to break us, they're to make us. So allow God to do something new in your ministry and watch God move. I promise you, he will move. Thank you, Sister Bernice. You know I love you. Enjoyed our lunch last week. Yes, love you too. It's so awesome. We got to do it again. Yes, but you see how our conversation was. It, it, I mean, we met. It wasn't business, but it was just 
everything almost tonight, what we talked about was like confirmation. We talked about it, even the gathering of churches, how, you know, because what I've noticed, and I'm not from Savannah, but what I have noticed from here in this like area, a lot of pastors either work along with those who they already know. Like you can't say that's unity. You already work with each other. Unity is you get someone who's Caucasian, you get someone who's Mexican, get someone who may have 20 members. They might not be on your level with, you know, 100, 200, 300 members, but get those who just starting out, you know, and mentor them. That's unity. That's getting somebody, you know, out of your brain of Savannah, like you said, get somebody in Atlanta, get somebody in Florida, get some, you know, let us all connect because at the end of the day, it's about building God's kingdom. And it's not, I'm bigger, my ministry is bigger, but it's about winning the souls. And I, as you were talking, I was thinking the Holy Spirit reminded me of um, he that win of souls is wise. And we have to ask God for wisdom on how we're going to do it so that we are getting the souls of people when we are sharing the good news and we're sharing God's love, we're sharing salvation, we're sharing that they get delivered. And and if like Pastor Sahi said, whatever it takes, we should have in our mind, like God, whatever it takes, if it if it's if, if it has to be something different that I have not done, guess what? That's where trust comes in. And he says, you know, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. And when it comes to a new thing, I mean, you're talking about something new that you've never done before. You have to totally trust God. You have to trust God in and say, God, okay, I surrender my will and just tell me what. And like Pastor Boyd says, okay, he may he may minister through a young person to tell you to do certain things. And you, we cannot say this is not God. If you say, God, use whomever will have your way, I submit my will, he will do some crazy things stuff to us <laughs> that we think is crazy but it's all for his glory so we have to those who are listening those who you know watching because we this was, this is a podcast as well and so for people who might not even watch this video but you're listening from all over you know just know just god wants to do a new thing i i just really believe that and then expect god to do the impossible now with him all things are possible so we just gotta surrender to his will and just expect him to do a new thing through us absolutely absolutely and, and just uh, i stick with it you know we just have to embrace the newness we have to embrace what god is doing he's given us the avenue he's given us the uh, a way to get educated we have someone that's tangible that we can touch that loves doing what she's doing so we cannot be afraid to take that that leap of faith and stepping out of our comfort zone and embracing the technology that he's put in our hands so that we can reach the lost that it calls uh it's kingdom work it's kingdom work and the more kingdom minded we become then the more kingdom work we will be able to do uh because we believe that uh god is with us uh he will not put more on us than we can bear he wants us to continue moving forward we don't want to go backwards and the only way we can do that is to love each other embrace each other reach out if we don't know uh know something we can't be afraid to reach out to pastor saeed in savannah hey tell me how that that young men's ministry is working we 
have to communicate in the body of Christ. You know, that's how we defeat the enemy. That's how we overcome and, and people can see the actual kingdom of God come together. So many times we're not doing that and we cannot be so big and caught up in our own four walls of our own church that we're not welcoming anyone else. We're not willing to embrace anyone else's ideas. If it's working for you, then why wouldn't it work for me? You say you belong to God, I belong to God. Why wouldn't it work for me? So, you know, I think we just have to do that and we have to continue to uh, support each other uh, in the body of Christ and watch God grow and glow through us so that he will get the glory out of all of our lives. Glory to God, somebody. Listen, Bernice, first of all, thank you so much uh, for sharing um, this opportunity uh, with us. And Pastor Saeed, um, we certainly love you, appreciate you, uh, yeah. thank God for you. And we're going to talk because uh, you shared some things tonight that um, is open to uh, you talk about open doors and so our doors yes. open, uh, tonight in our communication I just want to say Denise uh, you are simply amazing uh, you're awesome uh, in what you do continue to uh, keep doing yes. uh, the work that you're doing it's not going unnoticed you are affecting uh, lives in the kingdom in the right way so continue I hear the Lord to be Amen. encouraged in Thank what you. you are doing God is Praise certainly God. pleased with the work. And he says, he that begun a good work in you. You better come on here. I receive that. Yes. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. Everyone, good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Love you all. Love y'all.